Hello and welcome back to my podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about Violet Evergarden. It's an anime and I truly love it. And I, I really wanted to talk about it. But before I get into it, I want to thank you so much because I got my first feedbacks and I didn't get any negative yet. <laughs> Most of you really liked、uh, me being unscripted and talking to you. I honestly didn't expect it, people being this interested in it, but I loved it. I think、um, explaining who I am kind of helped <laughs> with this situation、uh, that people like hearing my weird, random thoughts, I guess. I don't know. I hope you do.、Um, and I know I will get negative feedbacks at some point, and I hope I won't because I hope I will actually, you know, of course I will. but Get less because I will try to do everything better in time, and I hope I'm, you know, doing what you want from me. <laughs> so,、um, thank you so much again. I just couldn't make myself sit down and record this episode for the last week. I've been feeling really down. Um, without a reason. I'm just stressed for my classes. And、um, I was really struggling with my attention, <laughs> especially around this time because I'm stressed. And,、um, but I really need to talk about Violet Evergarden. So I'm back here to tell you that you have to watch this. <laughs> okay? So let's talk about Violet.、Um, In the beginning of the season, this is a, there's just one season out and two separate episodes. And、uh, the season was made on 2018. The separate episode, like special episodes basically, one of them was the same year and the other one was 2019. When it came out, I cried. I, <laughs> I, I just sit down and I was like, oh my God, there's a special episode. It is like an hour and a half an hour. Beautiful.、Uh, but I need to talk about the actual TV show now so you will understand why it affected me too much and broke my heart so bad that I cannot, you know, watch it again. But I will, I will watch it again soon. Like, I am actually planning to do it like during a winter break. I'm just going to sit down and watch Wild Evergarden and cry my eyes out. Like, cry them out again. <laughs> so that's why I'm telling you, even though you know the ending, there was nothing changes Violet Evergarden because it is still beautiful. The story is written so well. Again, I didn't come to you with something that is not written well yet if I'm talking about them separately in episodes. <laughs> okay, let's talk about it then. Violet actually, in the beginning of the season, Has almost no emotions. She doesn't understand the world good.、Um, she doesn't understand it bad either. <laughs> she just doesn't understand it. And、um, you will see the first episode, I think, starting with her looking at her hands, and there is like this metal noise coming from it because she actually loves her hands and she has prosthetics, they're metals, and she. Doesn't have hands basically because she lost them in a war. And I should mention, she's a teenager. So you will come to me and say, oh, wait a second. She's a teenager. 
She was a soldier? What? Yeah, she was a soldier. This is the anime world, okay? <laughs> Don't judge it. Just listen to it. It's beautiful. Okay, so she was a teenager. She was an orphan. And she was adopted by Gilbert family. Um, the Gilberts were, you know, two brothers and their parents, I think. And one of the brothers was the major Gilbert. So with him, she fought in the war together. And she she was like she was seen as a weapon type of because she was really good what she was doing basically killing um as i told you like when they found her she was already a bit emotionless and she didn't have a good understanding of anything especially humans and um because she was so good at killing she was such an important thing in the army that um you know kind of helped them win the war even though she was the most important weapon that they had they still saw her as a child and they treated like one but major gilbert wasn't like that he actually had feelings for her he is the younger child of the family i think and um she kind of loves him too but she doesn't know what love is so this is where the actually things start because she doesn't know what love is, right? So in the beginning, Major Gilbert doesn't come to the hospital to pick her up because this is after the war. War is finished, day one. And um, she's in a hospital waiting for someone to come her and pick her up. And she doesn't have hands now, so she cannot write. And she's trying to write a letter to Major Gilbert. Hodgins come. Hodgins was asked by Major Gibbler to take care of her, basically. Um, he has a male company, and he, I don't know, he he's an okay man. I don't have anything to say about him. He, he's he, kind of important, kind of not. Uh, kind of important side character, I guess. I don't know. So, um, basically, he offers her a job, and she is going to start working with the male company, but also, he needs to take her to Gilbert's relatives and she needs to live with Gilbert's afterwards. But she doesn't want to stay there. So that's why Hodgins takes her with him and offers her a job. And she like, stays in the male company for a while. There's like a room. Um, these are not important things, but I just wanted to you know, mention. I'm going to go faster now. <laughs> So, um, she is trying to, you know, use her hands again. That's why she's having a hard time and she needs to learn typing again. Um, and she, one day, actually, there is like three girls working in the male company. They write letters to people. They call auto memory dolls. And these women basically write for people who cannot write and even if they can they don't know how to put their words together and this is the most important thing because um she hears one day um one of the dolls talking to a man who wants to write a letter to someone he loves and he just cannot say it and the woman just put the words into the letter so well that he is just you know, he's just talking how he feels about the woman and the woman she's sending a mail to. 
and the, the memory doll is just typing it down. And it was just beautiful. And when Wylet sees it, she is like, she hears, I love you at the end of the letter. She's like, I want to be our memory doll. And they're like, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell? Out of nowhere, why do you want to be your memory doll? Like, there is no reason for you to be. And she's like, you said something. You typed something at the end of the letter without then that man telling you to do so. And she's like, yeah, because that's what he felt like, probably. If he's like, you know, saying those things. And he also said, you know, he, he loves her, so... And she was like, I don't know what that means. I want to know what that means. The reason why is uh, when Major Gilbert was dying. And I don't know if I should talk about that scene. (laughs) Because it is one of the most beautiful scenes in this season. And I don't know. I will. Because I think you're here to know it. But you should watch it just to see what the hell I'm talking about, why the hell I love this too much, because it is just... (laughs) Anyway, so in the scene where Major Gilbert is dying at the end of the war, you know, there's bombings, there is... Everyone is dead, and they're in this tower type of place, and they're trying to get out of there, but yeah, they hit by a bomb or a... Gone. I don't even know what was it, but they're basically, you know, she loses her hands. He is bleeding really fast and he's going to die. And before he dies, he says, I love you. That's the point where she doesn't know what the hell that means. She's like, me, kind of, she thinks probably that's what she feels too but she doesn't know what that means and she doesn't know what that feeling is um then she realizes when she knows what i love you means but the point is whole tv series is how she learned what i love you means so she goes to this school to become an auto memory doll and she's just straightforward person If someone tells her something, you know, they say like, oh, I sit down and play with my cat all day. I just, you know, enjoy watching what it's doing. I enjoy playing with it. I enjoy like sleeping in the same bed, reading my book when it's crawling in my lap. And, you know, when you're just explaining something that is you love and you care for and appreciate she doesn't know that it means that you love that thing. She doesn't know if you say those things, they could have other meanings in it. If you say that you like watching your cat, you like watching your cat. That's what it is. And when people tell her things to write down, you know, when an artist, when an artist uh, writing in music or when they're writing a book or anything like that, when they're painting, when a person writing their script, everything like that has a meaning for them personally underneath. What they're doing, their art has like a weight in it that 
only they can see. And a auto memory doll supposed to be that person who puts everything on the paper, what that person feels like, and just make it magical that the person who receives it will know what that person friggin' means, not just saying that I love you. So in this journey she takes, basically, all those travels and everything she does is about her finding what thing we say mean truly what these people actually do and how like words are important but also not just writing them down people who are using them and hearing them and taking them to places they're the ones that who add something to that story and the feelings maybe i'm just blabbering here <laughs> maybe I'm just, you know, I've been talking about this too much. Maybe you're just tired of me saying things. But that's what I felt like. Um, when she's actually learning and having and meeting people on the way and writing so many different letters for people with so many different lifestyles um, and ages and about situations because you know she sees so many different love she sees like a mother's love she sees a friend's love she sees it like a romantic love and when she's experienced all of those things she realizes what love means and I love you means and why people say those things to each other and yeah when we look at it, you know, he was like 29 and she was around 14. So it is kind of <laughs> to think about. But if we think that, you know, uh, they were in a war and life was threatened and that kind of stuff. I still uh, in real life, but I'm just going to ignore their ages. Okay, this is not a confirmed thing. It's never mentioned. So I don't even know <laughs> if it's true. I think it is. Uh, I saw it on the Internet, so I don't know. But if we ignore the age, you know, he was, uh, let's say he was in his early teenage years. And by the way, nothing happened between them. Just putting out there, just ignore that fact because the story never mentions their ages and never truly, you know, go into details. But, you know, let's say he was kind of like a young person and she was a kind of kid and he was responsible for her, but also he was young and he was dying you know in a sense that uh we we kind of see him in just in war and every day his life is threatened and he cares about her and we kind of think that she loves her too when we look at the series because the care and the love it looks like love like he feels like in love um but we still don't know like if she you know loves him romantically but they care about each other and love each other so much because you know that it is <laughs> um so at the end kind of she goes back to the war scene and she sees where he died again and his last words were kind of be free 
because he always wanted her to be free, not a weapon. And Hodgins actually says the line, I think, um, he never seen you as a weapon. He always seen you as a person. And he, you know, was concerned about your future. I think this is a quote-unquote, I'm not even sure. I think it was like he saw you as a normal girl, not a weapon. That kind of thing. So, Hodgins was kind of his friend, by the way. I wanted to say that. I think they were really close friends at some point, too. Um, yeah, um, and when he says, I love you to her when he was dying, he actually, <laughs> after he says that, she is like, what do you mean? Love? What, what the fuck that means? <laughs> I mean, she's like, what is love? Love? I don't fucking understand. Without the fucking... <laughs> anyway she's just like you know she doesn't understand what is happening she just screams like what love means i don't know what is happening um i think she just says i don't understand i just yeah i just went over there <laughs> anyway i actually have a quote here uh this is the last letter she wrote in this series and i mean if you don't count the movie that i told you about one and a half hours um, that one is excluded from the TV show. It's not added into TV show because it's a movie. And um, technically, she rewrote her last letters there. But in the TV series, she actually, after she goes through all that um, travels and sees all of those special stories um, that I'm not going to mention one by one <laughs> because then what is the point of the TV show, right? Um, but... I'm going to read you the letter she wrote at the end of the show. Everything she experienced in other people's stories and the letters she wrote for her, they brought her to a place that she feels like she needs to write a letter for Gilbert. And that's why this letter is so important to the series, but it is just an ending. So it is not the main thing, but I just wanted you to hear it. Um, and when you hear it from her voice at the end of the show, I'm sure you're going to feel the feeling still that sad you know ending but it makes you smile to my beloved major gilbert how are you i hope all is well with you where are you right now i hope you're not stressed out spring summer autumn and winter many seasons have passed but i'm still waiting for your return at first i did not understand i did not understand any of your feelings but I started learning your, about emotions from this life you have provided me. Through writing letters for others, through the people I met, I still believe you're still alive out there somewhere. That is why I will continue to my life. I may not know what lies ahead, but I will simply live. And if we should ever meet again, this is what I would tell you. I know understand what the words I love you mean. To be honest, I don't know if it's because it's a translation or because it is that way. The letter is kind of cringeworthy. <laughs> um, but honestly, this is who she is. Um, you cannot really change her character. I mean, you know, she changes in the TV show, but in general. So um, because of the life she had, you know, all those things. You, yeah, honestly, I don't mind. I don't mind the cheesy ending to this. I mean, it wasn't cheesy from her voice, to be honest. My voice just fucked it up, but... <laughs> that was a good letter from her voice. 
And it was slower. You know, there was really long uh, waitings between every sentence. And there was a dramatic song in the background. I tried to add one. I couldn't find a good one. So, fuck it. <laughs> so, you got what I mean in, in the end. So, we're good. You know. In the end, it doesn't even matter. I have... Oh, no. I know. Yeah. Linkin Park is another sad story for me. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Um, I don't want to get into that. I, I cried so hard when Chester Bennington died. But, it, it, yeah. Let's not talk about it. I, I already talk about something emotional to me. And I don't even know if I could really explain it because I am just tired. I feel sick. Not Corona. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm okay. Just, like, just feeling tired. Anyway. Um, yeah, I think I will end this episode here because I want you to watch it. I just came here as a reminder to tell you that you have to watch the series and the movie, like an extra episode and the extra special episode, actually. So you need to watch those and the TV series. It's not that long. You can't handle it. Don't worry about it. It's on Netflix. Go watch it. And um, if you can, if you're in Japan or somewhere else that you can reach to the mangas, read them for me, okay? Because I cannot find them and I'm really sad about it. I'll find out at some point, but I need to learn Japanese for it or translate them. So, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> I, will, I will just go now because I'm just vibrating here. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you liked it. And we're now on YouTube as well. The same name, Girl with ADHD Spoils. If you want to, you can listen to my episodes on YouTube as well. And I'm going to leave a link for you now so you can send me your voice messages if you want to. It's anchor.fm slash bellspoils slash message. And my only social media account is my Instagram. at bellcavlo. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Take care and be safe. Thank you.